Well, welcome to the Journey Together podcast with Joshua and Anna Gresham. We're so excited you tuned in because we are wrapping up our first season. This is episode number 20, and we're going to take the summer to reflect on what we've done, where we're going, and we'll come back in September, the 1st of September. It's been a great season. It's been an awesome season. I've been loving every bit of it. I know. And we appreciate you guys loving every bit of it with us. Yeah. (laughs) Because we've heard uh, different ones say, hey, we've used this for our small group um, with marriage and so many other things. And it's been great. That's really, that's made us happy to know that uh, you're taking this and applying it and just having fun with it as well. Yeah. Uh, I've enjoyed this with you. Yeah. Have you enjoyed this with me? I have. It's been amazing. (laughs) (laughs) No, I've loved every bit of it. Um, It's funny because when you kind of reflect on what we've done, um, in the scale of numbers, it's it seems minute. It's so small. It's like we've done 20. 20. But then you're like, we did 20 weeks, meaning like one each week. And then just the process of getting it started to where we are now, it was winter time and now it's summertime. And it's just funny to think about all that we've done to get to this point. And it's only been 20, and we've got hundreds more to go. I really like the scripture, despite not the day, of small Small beginnings. beginnings. You've got to start somewhere to get anywhere in life. Correct, yeah. So this is us telling you to begin. Yeah. Right? Whatever it is that you've been waiting on to start. Yes. It's time. It's time. Do it. And... Uh, take that first step of faith. Yeah. I know for us, we there's investment involved. We've had to invest in some things. Yep. There's and that's not only just when it comes to your finances, uh, but your time. Yeah. A emotions. Lot of time. Uh, investment in working together, and it's worth it in order to accomplish what you know God's put in your heart because you want to grow. Well, that and that leads us right into what we're talking about today, which is the courage to change. And um, as you as you were saying that, I was thinking some some key words of some of the um, some of the areas of growth that we've seen because of stepping into this particular purpose that God's given us uh, is discipline. We've had to become more disciplined. We've right. had to we've grown in those areas to realize what has to get done and and setting time apart. And, and being disciplined in the sense of like, all right, we have to film this day, this day, this day, this day. We have to do this, 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 you know. So that's been great because it just makes you more organized and it, it causes yourself to grow. And I love it. I think we've also grown in how we um, have encouraged each other through this. Yes. And su- in support. I like yes. the word support. Yes. And not because like of my age. You know, and you get older and you like feel like you need more support in your life. In your flabby areas, <laughs> I need some more support. Like, what do you mean? Too far. I think you've I watched way too many commercials. Okay, all right, you're right. But the <laughs> but it's nice to feel supported, and then it's equally as nice to support the one you're with. And that requires change. Yeah. Because it means that you're willing to uh, even tweak your own personality, um, willing to submit complaining to God and to stop, right? I mean, we could go down the list of what it looks like oh, to change yeah. in order to support someone, but it does require change. So I feel like for the both of us that it's been good and uh, and we've grown, we've grown in that. Yeah. I think going back a few episodes where we talked about the words that define us, 
I mean, you have to be careful with the words that you say that you are particularly focused in on the behaviors of Christ in your life and that yeah. those words reflect that. And then, you know, you can't say words like always, all the time. Broad strokes. Yeah, you got to be careful of those things. So, you know, as we're talking about change, it's examination of yourself. It's asking the hard questions to look at yourself in the mirror and to say, does or do I line up with the Word of God and yeah. what I'm doing? Because God wants to see change. He's taking us from glory to glory to glory. He has expectations for us. And that kind of actually leads me into my first group of little scriptures, which is Ephesians chapter 4, uh, verse 13. says, This will continue uh, until we all come to such a unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full, complete standard of Christ. Mm-hmm. Then we will no longer be immature like children. We won't be tossed and blown uh, about by every wind of new teaching. We will not be influenced when people try to trick us with lies so clever they sound like the truth. Instead, we will speak the truth in love, growing in every way more, <coughs> excuse me, and more like Christ, who is the head of this body, the head of his body, sorry, the church. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly as each part does its own special work it helps the others parts the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love okay i absolutely love that set of scripture the book of ephesians yep. is one of my most favorites i love that the end result let's start with the end result because sometimes that's should be our first focal point is that we are healthy whole and full of love yeah and in order to do that that requires <clears throat> what I like to call full surrender or waving the white flag to the Lord mm-hmm. of God, not my will, but your will be done in my yeah, life. Love it. And that means I, I am going to have to look and see what do I need to change? Uh, I've even in our marriage, we've had moments of disagreement or personality differences. Not true. We're perfect. And we have, you know, in, in my Passionate, beautiful, <laughs> Extreme intensity, broad strokes behaviors. of life. Yeah, okay. okay. And I can't change you, but I can change me mm-hmm. and how I respond in situations. Right. Now, I can pray for you, and I know you hear the voice of God. Yeah. This is something that we've got to look in, and we've got to make a decision to stop using excuses when it comes to change and blame shifting onto everyone else, where I take ownership of who I am and my personal relationship with the Lord. And in return, I cover you in prayer the same way I'm covering myself in prayer. Correct. That's that's for me huge when it comes to our marriage uh, with change. And I love this set of scripture, um, Colossians chapter three, verse three, For you died to this life, and your real life is hidden with Christ in God. The word life there is Zoe life, the God kind of life. Mm -hmm. So you've died. That means this is not about who you once were, who you are. You now, you're a reflection of Jesus Christ. Right. Is he still doing a work in you? Yeah, Yeah, of course he is. Of course. That's why we need the Holy Spirit. Oh, man, we need the Holy Ghost. Y'all, 
we need the Holy Spirit. Jesus knew we needed him because he comes in and he helps us to be like Christ. Mm-hmm. And he gives us the power that we need, the boldness. He's our advocate, our helper, intercessor. He's our standby coming right alongside of us and saying those things of like, hey, that doesn't look like Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like there's so many moments where I'm so thankful for the Holy Spirit helping me. Mm-hmm. All right, one of my first moments of change, middle school. I remember this. <laughs> okay. From the Holy Spirit. All right. where, the, where the Holy Spirit helped me to change, the courage to change my personality. Okay. Um, I was a very straightforward, blunt child. Mean you at, like, meaning like you ask me, hey, do you like this shirt? And if I didn't like it, I'd be like, no, I don't like that shirt. <laughs> no. So that doesn't make for a very enjoyable friend at times. I was fun, ready to like hang out and do fun things, but very blunt. Hmm. And uh, I made a good friend of mine cry in the seventh grade. I was in her house. She asked me something about her. I think it was an outfit, honestly. It was like typical middle school girl stuff. And I was like, no, I don't like it. Doesn't look good. She cried. And I remember the Holy Spirit. Seriously, this was one of the first moments that I truly remember the Holy Spirit going, hey, you're not going to have many good friends if you keep talking that way to people. And I was like, hmm, okay. Lord, I need your help. Help me to guard my tongue. Help me to change. Yeah. I want to, I don't want to be like that. I don't want to hurt people's feelings. But it was a good point of growth in my life of just asking God for help. Uh, sometimes we overcomplicate change. You try to do it all on your own when the Holy Spirit's like, I'm going to help you if you would rely on me. Right. What about you? I think with growth, I, I can't remember a, a point in my history of timeline here of of an actual moment of of growth. I mean, I know I've had them, and but to reflect upon the one moment, I can't think of that exactly. But but I I am I, I am adamant on the sense of people can change. There's a there's a philosophy out there that you can't change. It's just who you are, cause and effect. It's Freudian type of thinking, but it's that knowledge of it's just what it is. You're you are the result of your circumstances, and it's just. Um, it's just not really changeable. And that's that's false. You can change because Christ says, come to me and re- be reborn and have a, a new birth in Christ Jesus. Yeah. And that's what you're discussing and describing of you've given your heart to Christ, now let him mold that that heart so that you begin to change, you begin to see what needs to be done, what has the actions that need to take place. And uh, you know, sometimes we all know you form habits. So in a sense, you have to believe that you can change, whether it's bad or good. Right. Forming habits is is a result of change. And now it's it's tweaking, it's fixing, and it's admitting to um admitting yourself to the word of God of okay, I need to repent from these things. I need to do this. But for me, growth is something um that's necessary to understand your purpose Um, because that's what everyone's always seeking for their true purpose and i think with change it positions you in a in a posture and a location actually even in a physical location but also in a spiritual supernatural location uh, for promotion for the ability to uh, see without a veil on 
what's next, what's, what's the next needed step. And it's, it's a message that I've been milling over for a long time now, and that is you have to do it on God's terms, not your terms. Yeah. And when you do it on God's terms, this changes everything. And with that in mind, you can't be the center of the universe. If you're the center of the universe, of your universe, then it is always about you and everyone around you has to change for your benefit. But if you were to flip it, then you're on the outside going, no, 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 it's all about Jesus Christ. It's all about him. Then you become outwardly focused of growth in the sense of how can I see God's kingdom grow? And when you are that way, God then actually changes you. God actually begins to work on you. And it is for the best of who you are. And then you'll open your heart to scripture and become a doer of it, doer of the scripture. Mm -hmm. I mumbled that a little bit. I I think we all knew. A doer of the word of God. Right. Because we know that this is how we're transformed is by getting in and every day getting into the word of God of what it is that you're you're just saying, God, I want to grow in you. What does this look like in my life? And applying God's word every day right. to say, Lord, transform me. I want to be more like you. So asking that first question, um, which I feel like we've posed a few questions at this point, and really it almost sounds like this podcast is is like one of those examining your heart moments where you're sitting there going, hmm, am I, am I willing to change? Right. I think that's a great place to begin of asking yourself, am I willing to change? It's that courage because, yeah. I mean, we've, we've done a podcast before on keeping yourself healthy and the importance of healthiness in your life and the, in the physical side. So the courage to change is, in essence, we're talking about whole mind, soul, and... Right, that wholeness, that place of wholeness. Right, your body, your spirit, man, all of those things um, in relation to the physical side of it all. That's where people have a tough time because they're like, oh, you know, it's easier said than done, but it's that first step that you have to take in that direction. And then it's, it's not like you overnight and you just see something Right. Sometimes it's, it's just a process, and you have to become more aware. And that courage to do it is so important because it it will literally break you free from so much bondage, so much hurt, pain, destruction, yeah. because then you'll stop worrying about what everyone else thinks, and you'll be focused in on your goals, your personal change. And then you won't really care about what other people think or, or do because you know what? You've got a plan. You have a purpose, and you're headed towards that. And we we've seen it time and time again, and it be successful. I like I like the purpose aspect of change, because then that for me gives me something to look towards, and I need that in my life. Right. Um, life is my choice. Yep. How you live your life is your choice, but courage is God's gift to me. And my courage to change is found in Jesus. That is a free gift that we have in our identity through Christ. Uh, I put in my notes for for change of of just some areas that I want to change in my own life. Um, Anna, you know, you want to change your current lifestyle in some different ways. So let's say I'm trying to go to bed earlier 
Well, I can't lay in bed and watch reels for an hour and go to bed, <laughs> go to bed earlier and wake up feeling good. Right. You're going to have to put some accountability in action to where you say, okay, either set a timer on your phone so that stuff isn't even an option. Or if you're married, you're accountable with your spouse. If you're dating, you're accountable with your boyfriend or girlfriend, your friend group. You've got to set in, set in some accountability, ask the Holy Spirit for help. Change requires change. We know that. So whenever I was 18 years old, I was diagnosed with severe stage three endometriosis. And I went to um, this wonderful, just godly doctor in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I was not feeling well. And what I was doing wasn't working. I needed to change my lifestyle, my right. eating. And uh, to promote better health in my body as I was walking through, I was an all just, it was a whole different medicines, different things. So at 18, when it was not popular, it wasn't a fed diet and health food was extremely expensive. He said, all right, I need you to go wheat free, dairy free and gluten free. And then he gave me a list of foods and these supplements. You know, when you're 18 in college, you're eating frozen pizzas <laughs> and bags of like those rice noodles and Beans random and wieners. I mean, like you're, you're not eating well. Okay. No. At least not then. I never not at the well year 2000. Like it was not like, I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm eating super healthy and all this protein. No, none of my friends were, mm -mm. were eating Oreos for breakfast. It was not good. Mm -mm. And I had a moment where I thought, okay, either you can do it. Remember life, this is your choice. Either I can listen to Dr. Lau and, and I knew he knew what he was talking about. Or um, I can just keep doing what I'm doing and feel like trash. So I made a decision. Okay, I can do this. Then I asked the Holy Spirit for help. Yeah. And then I also asked him to help my finances because I knew it was going to be an investment to yeah. change. Um, thankfully, Tulsa had a Whole Foods then, but it was like 20 minutes away. You know, like I'm then I'm when I'm going out to eat, I'm not eating what everyone else is eating. I'm eating a salad with like oil and vinegar and nothing else. I mean, like for real, it was right. like my life. You know, what's cool though. When I prayed, I said, Holy spirit, I'd like for you to change my taste buds. That was my exact prayer. Yeah. I don't limit God on anything. And you know, the Lord just helped me through that season to make those changes and all of that swelling, the bloating, what I was dealing with in my digestive tract, everything turned around. Uh, I was extremely thankful as hard as it was, it was worth the change. Yeah. And I had to get out of my own way of what I thought life should look like at 18 years old mm -hmm. and make a decision to do it God's way. Yeah. And it's worth it. Yeah. And that you're talking about the physical health side of things, but let's talk about friendships. Let's talk about our marriage. Okay. That courage to change, to be different. You know, and you, and in that courage to change, you may feel rejection. Yeah. So that rejection from your spouse, you maybe you want to be more intimate. And then as you begin to express yourself and put yourself out there, your spouse kind of laughs of like, where's this coming from? Like all of a sudden, you know, they'll say something negative. And instead of a response, a negative response, instead just continue the process and to say, it doesn't matter what's happened. I want to move forward with what's going to happen and then just continue that because that stay goes... Stay faithful. Stay faithful with it. And it could be hurtful at first, yeah. but push through the rejection because um, it's important. And maybe it's maybe you have a discussion or you know a, a moment of 
decision with the individual, your your spouse, to say, hey, I want us to change intimately, and I want us to be more aggressive towards one another, it, it, meaning... Aggr- pursuing one pursuing, another. Pursuing, not aggressive, but pursuing wow. one another. <laughs> aggressive, like Ooh. a lion. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway, I want you to pursue after in you know each other so that maybe that will soften the moment of like oh my gosh what's going on why are you you know and it's because okay and then if your spouse brings this up you have to be willing because you're no longer two but one right to jump on board right okay you work together on this but put, i'm glad you brought up the rejection i put in here for me these are my personal you know you have the courage to change notes. That means I'm willing to fail. I'm willing to be rejected. On the flip side, I'm willing to grow. I'm willing to succeed. And if my focus is in Jesus, the outcome belongs to him. No matter the outcome, it all belongs to the Lord. The failure, the rejection, the growth, the success, whatever it is, if you're obedient to God and your focus is on the Lord and it's what your change is, is what the Holy Spirit's been ministering, then it belongs to, to God. Right. I mean, that, that's just what this looks like. you got to do it, though. The, just taking that one step forward is so beneficial, and then you just keep going, and you keep going, and you're going to see results. And when you do, you're going to just have that sense of knowing, man, this is... This is what it feels good. This feels right. And this is what it feels like to be in that pocket of purpose to go, man, I'm, I'm finding that purpose. Maybe it's my, it might not be that particular thing or, or whatever, but there's just an eye opening moment of I'm, I'm actually doing what I'm supposed to, excuse me, supposed to be doing. And that's exciting. And that's where you need to find yourself. So, um, you know, it's funny because we'll we'll have meetings with individuals who are just kind of like lost and and they don't know what to do anymore with their marriage or, or with a friendship or even at work or or whatever. Um, you know, I can't self-examine someone. I can't go into their life and begin to say, well, how often are you in the Word of God or how often are you praying? Because most of the time, people aren't really the most honest with that those answers. So I kind of got to take it for face value, whatever they say. But it always points me back to Psalm 119 in mm. verse 1, and I'll just read just a, just a few verses because there's only like 170-some in this particular chapter. <laughs> read the whole chapter, the rest go, of the everybody. podcast. Okay. All right. So it says, joyful are people. So people who are joyful. I'm going to reword that. I just read this this past week. Of integrity. And I was thinking the word joyful. Who follow the instructions of the Lord. All right? Those are joyful people who follow the instruction of the Lord. Okay? Right there's some change. If you're not joyful, then you need to examine yourself and go, I'm not joyful. Well, it's because you're not following the instruction of the Lord. Verse 2, joyful are those who obey his laws and search for him with all of their hearts. Everything. So not just a little bit of the heart, all the heart. That means all day long, 24-7, 365, you need to be seeking after the Lord. Verse 3, they do not compromise with evil and they walk only in his path. You need to be plucking out those things that are evil, those yeah. whatever it is. 
pull it out. Those distractions, the greed, the selfishness, the jealousy, start removing those, those trigger things that are happening that's causing you to worry, have doubt, all of that. You have charged us to keep his commandments carefully. Oh, that my actions would consistently reflect your decree, your decrees. Then I will not be ashamed when I compare my life with yours. Oh, sorry, with your commands. Man, there you go. As I learn your righteous regulations, I will thank you by living as I should. I will obey your decrees. Please don't give up on me. I like that part. Yeah. So, guys, it's uh, one more verse because I think this is important. Because we always say things like, oh, you know, youth kids, they're just, it's how they are, they're growing. And it's kind of like, well, is that, sh- is that okay? He's like, well, kids are just sowing their wild oats. And it's kind of like, uh, hold on, time out. No. How about in the very beginning, we instill good things inside of them, sowing good things, the word of God? Because it says, how can a young person stay pure? By obeying your word. So for us, that applies for us old folk that we also need to apply the word, be walking in the word, know the word. Everything I just read in Psalm 119, one through seven there at least, you need to recognize, okay, hey, I need to be devoted to the words of God. And by doing so, you're going to see the need of change, and then God will see you through the change. You're not old. I just wanted to throw that out there. Oh my gosh. Okay. A hundred percent. I like the joyful aspect. I like that God's with us every step of the way. Every step. Okay. With the word and with this, we have had to, this is for the parents. I feel like we're trying to hit different areas we have had to deal with. We have had to change our parenting in different seasons. If what is working, no, if what you're doing now isn't working, you need to have a Holy Spirit strategic plan on what you need to change, on what should, what will help to work. And we've had to come together, pray together. If you're a single parent, um, God hears your voice. You are not alone. You have a grace for where you're at. And, and I also pray that you can find someone to hook arms with. Yeah. Uh, but Joshua and I, we had to hook arms and say, all right, God, we need help in, in this time of parenting. What we're doing isn't working. when it came to discipline. And the Lord, every time, would give us a simple plan to follow. But guess what? We had to follow it in order to see the change in our child and be consistent with it. We now have three teenage boys. Our daughter's going to be 11 in September this year. And we are still asking God to help us to have a strategic plan just if there needs to be something tweaked or mm-hmm. something changed, are we perfect with it? No, no, hundred no, percent. No, thank God for his, his grace and his mercy. And he's the master restorer and he's greater. He is greater than our imperfections as parents, but also thank God for the Holy spirit leading us and guiding us into change so that we grow as parents. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, a good example of, just I, this is a, a a good example yet small but man it was huge and what you said earlier was you got to change something maybe whatever it is you got to change it we were traveling one time and it was a long road trip we were exhausted we were coming home and we were about an hour away from home and the kids were just 
awful in the car. It didn't matter how much I yelled. It didn't matter how much you threatened them. You know, it's all of those things you do as parents of like, stop it. We're almost home. Blah, blah, We're blah. pulling over. Yeah, it's like Nobody all was of pulling those over. Things. We just wanted to get home. So Empty threads. Layer that, parallel it with just everything else that happens in your life. You know, whether it be homework with the kids, schooling, you know, all of those things, friends, whatever. You know, it's that constant yelling, yelling, yelling. I don't like this. I don't like, I don't want to do this. I don't. So I remember seeing the exit to Pilot Mountain and I thought, we've got time. It's making time. It's, I, I wanted to get home too, but I thought if I pulled over, I'm going to take, it's going to take two more hours probably before I get home now. So I said, it's worth it. Let's do it. So we changed the environment in the van. We pulled over and we hiked and we just hiked with what we had on. It's not like we had hiking shoes necessarily, or no. I think maybe I'm sure two of our children probably had flip-flops on, but we, we got out and we hiked around Pilot Mountain and everything changed. They were so excited. They're, they were happy. They were laughing. They were running around. And, the, and then we got back to the van. We got in the van, and we drove the, extra, the, the last mile home with no problem whatsoever. And it was an enjoyable ride home. There was no more yelling. There was no more frustration. And you just changed the environment. So I pray that there will be something that is the road sign to life that gives you this awareness if I just pull over and I just do this and let's change it, let's tweak it, let's let's do whatever. Get the kids out of the house, change maybe a particular tutor that you need for the educational purpose, whatever it is, pray that God gives you the sign you need and you take it and that you're obedient in whatever it is so that you can have courage to change. Make the time and the space to change. You're not too busy to change. And if no. you are then it's time to free up the time. Yep. You've got too much on your plate, too much going on, and it's worth it to take a step back, not from the Lord, that's where we miss it. Right. We don't take a step back from our devotion time or, you know, like you spend your daily devotion, talk to God. I'm talking about the extra stuff, the distractions, and, uh, and just see what God can do. Marriage at nighttime, if everyone's on their phone, nobody's touching. Right? <laughs> okay, right, yeah. Right. So we got to change some things. Right? <laughs> Are you encouraging that we touch more? Well, I'm just saying, this is what this stuff looks like. I'm all about touching more, everybody. <laughs> we're going to end this real awkward, aren't we? No. No, it's hey. not, because we're married. Listen, that, I'm just, let's call it out for what it is. I'm all about it. I know. I'm saying that we'll look and we're like, we don't have the time. 100% we have the time. Right. We've got to become intentional and make the space you're too for focused, what God's speaking. If you don't want to change, you're too focused on the past as if you can't do it. And if you want change, you've got to focus on the future and you begin to make the change. That's what it is. The past doesn't define you any longer. It's time to move forward and realize that the future is at hand and you've got to take it. I gave you an excuse a couple of weeks ago of not starting to write some things or that I've half finished projects, things that I've just battled of not finishing things that I've started. And, and I blamed our kids essentially of momming. And I was like, oh, I don't have the time. I got all these kids. And you were like, stop. You have plenty of time. And I was like, yeah, you're right. It's an, it's a, a mindset yeah. of recognizing I do have the time to pour into this. 
what, how big is your want to when it comes to that? I've said I've wanted to run a marathon, but I don't really want to. My <clears throat> want to is not big enough to go out there and train to make the change. Um, to, to be real, you know, so it does come to that desire on the inside of how big is your want to when it comes to your marriage, when it comes to raising godly children, when it comes to being a godly spouse, when it comes to your health, when it comes to serving at the church, you say, oh, I'd love to serve, but I've got this, this or this. Make the change, right? Ask the Lord for help to make space in your calendar and then be intentional to make the change, and God will add the increase, and He will help you every step of the way. These aren't things that we're, you know, we're talking. These are things we're talking to ourselves about as well right now, that we want to grow in. Um, and I'm I'm thankful for it. Like yeah. I'm thankful for this conversation we've been having. Yeah. To to wrap it up here, be careful with the wants. There's you can have so many wants that then that just is a landslide of uh, you never get any of it done. If you do sit down and you you label out three or five different wants, then put them in order of what's really the most important and then just focus on that top one. Don't worry about the other ones. Just change that one. Don't worry about all the change. But remember, it always comes with God first, then family. So if the change is outside or or if those, if your relationship with Christ is is a want, and it's down at the bottom, that needs to be pulled up to the top first. That needs to be number one. So get a better plan with your unity in Christ. Then come family. So don't be like, I want to run a marathon, but your marriage is awful. hey So it's like, get your marriage straight, then run a marathon. So do those active steps first and put them in order. Don't get overwhelmed with once. Just put them in action and start moving forward. Or find something you and your spouse can do together that's a goal. Right. Right? Right. I mean, there's things. Be willing to be open-hearted in whatever that looks like, and that's going to come through prayer. It is. It just is. All right. Hey, we are wrapping up. This is it, guys. We want you to see the courage of change happen in your life, and we are so thankful for you journeying with us in the last 20 weeks uh, it really been a lot of fun, and we're excited about the next season, the new things that God wants us to discuss, and we're praying those things out right now. And, you know, for us, family's number one, and we know how busy our summer is, and we don't want this to distract us from our family. So we have the courage to change and say, hey, season's up, season one's over, and we're going to open this back up in September uh, with new content, new things. So we're excited about that. So we hope you enjoy your summer. And give us some feedback and tell us, hey, man, I'd love to hear a topic on this or a discussion on that. Man, I would love to hear those things. Make sure you, if you haven't already, visit us on our website, which is thejourneytogether.com, and you can find out more about us. There's some blogs. There are some blogs. Yeah. We want that to grow as well. Yeah. So make it happen. Yeah. You guys are awesome. We love you all. We'll see you in a few months.